What is up, you beautiful people? Welcome back to another episode of the Built on Bitcoin podcast, where we're showcasing the apps and the founders building in the Stacks ecosystem. Today, I have Ken on the pod. And Ken is the founder of Secret Key Labs, which is building mobile-first experiences for Stacks. You've mainly probably known them for Xverse. The Xverse wallet is one of the most well-known wallets for Stacks. They have the Xverse pool where you can stack your Stacks from the wallet and participate without having to hit that dynamic minimum. It's crazy high. Uh, But yeah, they're building a ton of stuff that is so dearly needed in the ecosystem right now. I was super excited to talk to him, and I love what they're building. So without further ado, let's just jump into it with this uh, conversation with Ken, the founder of Secret Key Labs. Welcome to Built on Bitcoin. Ken, I'm excited to talk to you. You've been in Stacks a while and there's a ton to talk about, but I see you around a lot in the Discord and I almost know you because I don't know who you are because you don't have a profile picture on your account. Like by decision, you have just the gray little Discord thing. And I can tell like half the time that that might be Ken because he's super engaged and always answering questions. What is your stance of not choosing, you know, you have a, you have a logo, something like why, why have you gone this neutral route? Yeah, so you know, I think it's mostly I'm just too lazy to upload one. Um, but <laughs> but also, I think um, I'm a pretty private person, so I don't really like to you know upload a bunch of pictures everywhere. Several years ago, I've already like disconnected from all my social media, like Facebook, Instagram, everything, and I tried to keep my sort of presence on the internet pretty limited, um, so that you know. I can I can be private if I want to. Yeah. Got it. Yeah, I did the same thing like four months ago. I deleted my Facebook and it was by far the best decision I made all last year. Like last year, I you know started this podcast, found Stacks. That's been fantastic. Deleting Facebook has been the best. Like it, my life is so much better by not using so much social media. Uh, it just gives me so much peace of mind to be able to just like focus on the things that I want to focus on not be reactionary to all the craziness on social media. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, I would love to get into some of your background because I, you've started this company. It sounds like you have a technical background as well. What, what is before stacks? What, what's some of your background and how you, how you kind of like led to this, this area? Yeah. So my, my training is in engineering. So I was a software developer. I spent a few years in banking uh, and finance um, before I started my first company, which was a different company where I worked on mobile software. And then in 2017, I found out about Stacks. Back then, it was called Blockstack. And I was really drawn to sort of like the grand mission of the project, uh, which was to create a user-owned internet where it's more equitable and more fair and you know, it's not just these companies like facebook you know profiting off of the user's data and things like that i thought it was much more meaningful than uh just any regular startup where it's just like the relentless pursuit of profit and constant optimization in order to you know improve uh you know your numbers so 
yeah, so I joined Blockstack or Stacks in 2017. And while I was there, I worked on uh, several different pieces of software, including the first Stacks wallet, the first version of that. And then eventually I moved on to the JavaScript tooling, developer tooling, which we're calling Stacks.js now. And then from there, last year, I was able to found this new company, Secret Key Labs, to basically focus on mobile wallets for the Stacks ecosystem. It seems like the more, I didn't know you had a Blockstack history as an employee. So it's one more like domino of there's so many employees that like they start there and then they kind of branch out and they don't stay in the, they don't stay at the company, but they stay in the ecosystem and they kind of build adjacent to it. I can almost imagine like you, Patrick, Zan, like at a table and you're just like, okay, we're leaving. Where are we going? Who's doing what? Let's not overlap. But, and it's cool because you guys all do different things, but why, why did you decide to build mobile first things? Why, why did that gravitate to, to you? When I was at Blockstack, we already had a desktop wallet and the browser extension was being worked on. So the, the piece that was missing was actually mobile, right? And I had a background in, in mobile apps. So I thought, you know, I would put my experience to use and you know, build the first Stacks mobile wallet. And that's, that's what I did. And I think, you know, you were talking about how, like, uh, you know, all these former employees started their own things. I think it was just due to the fact that all these guys were all very entrepreneurial, right? And they all had like their own ideas and they all wanted to you know, build something on their own. And it also sort of speaks to the strength of the Stacks community, right? All these guys, even after uh, they leave the, the, you know, the Stacks parent company, right, Hero, um, they're still in the ecosystem, still building on the same platform and technology. Yeah, I think it, the more I think about it, it's, it's one of the more bullish signs for Stacks because when you have, you know, people that hardworking and intelligent that found a project and then they still decide the best use of my time is to keep investing in this ecosystem in the ways that I can, but still kind of like scratch my itch and do, go my own way. Yeah, that's that that's like the, the best thing that you can see. Like I'm sure Muneeb is just like, yes, like we, we're doing it right. We're the, the long-term vision is coming to fruition. Yeah. Yeah. When did Secret Key Lab start? So we started early last year. We launched the beta version of Xverse Wallet in February of last year. And since then, we've iterated and we launched into production. I believe that was September of last year. Uh, and since then, we've just been building on top of that. Okay. And is the main product you guys have the Express wallet or is there a suite of things you guys are working on? Yeah. So the, the main focus for us right now is Express wallet. Um, we also work on the Express pool, which the goal of that is basically to allow stacks holders of you know, all sizes, you know, it doesn't matter how much you have, to be able to uh, receive the rewards from the stacking protocol. Because as you know, if you if you stack by yourself, there is actually a minimum that you need to hit, which is quite high. So by creating a pool, we allow users to have smaller amounts of stacks to also participate in the system, which, you know, one, it 
increases the participation in the network, right? Increases the security and it lets the smaller guys benefit from from the the whole proof of transfer system. Yeah. I know when I was first starting out, I was like, man, there's no way I could ever stack. Like I can't get 90,000 stacks. I'm way too far behind. But then you find about Frigo Pool and and uh, Xverse and Plan Better and OKCoin's okay, been a good partner now too. Um, one thing I, and this is a personal request, but the I think the biggest thing missing right now for mobile is authentication. Like if I see an NFT drop, and I'm not at my desktop or laptop, I'm going to miss that mint on Stacks NFT. Is that is that a hard problem to solve? Because it seems like there's two main wallets that kind of exist. There's Xverse and I think Rise is the other kind of big one, but no one's done mobile authentication yet. So what? I'm curious about that. Yeah, so we're actively working on a solution to this. Uh, and we've been talking to the, the other you know, wallet developers, as well as uh, you know, Hero and Stacks Foundation. So um, I think the main challenge here is actually bridging the different platforms. So if, when you say like, you know, you want to do things on your mobile wallet, but it really is um, a variety, variety of different platforms because um, for a mobile authenticator to work, you have to uh, first be able to use a, a desktop web app, right? Uh, that's probably like the primary use case. And then you'll have native mobile apps. And you might also have uh, desktop native apps on top of that. Um, and you might have mobile web apps, right? So all these different platforms require a slightly different protocol in order to communicate, right? And I think we want to be very careful when it comes to deciding what this protocol or standard is. So we don't end up like, you know, some of the other projects out there. For example, Ethereum has many different ways of connecting your wallet to uh, to adapt, right? Like if you're using a Coinbase wallet, um, you can you have to choose the, the Coinbase wallet connect uh, when you're when you're connecting. So I think we want to make it easier for developers and users so that if the whole ecosystem can come up with one single sort of standard and we all just use that, then there's no need for users to kind of uh, okay choose which wallet you want to connect to when you you know use your DAP, right? Um, and I think we would probably have to tackle this like piece by piece. So we what we're doing at Secret Key Labs is uh, we're tackling the first piece, which is the mobile web apps. So we're building an in-app uh, DAP browser in Express Wallet so that once it's completed, all the existing Stacks apps built for the web will just work on mobile, right? And then after we've done that, you know, we can go from there and expand to you know, native mobile apps or um, you know, desktop apps, uh, or just you know, using a, like a QR code scanner to connect with just desktop web apps and websites. Yeah. Got it. And so just, just for my own, clarity because i'm not that bright you're saying what you're working on now is an in-app browser where if i go to arcadico.finance or stacks nft i'll i'll see a mobile version of the site and i can click log in and then transact just like it would on on the regular browser yeah exactly and then on the app version 
if someone has a dedicated app on say iOS, you'd be able to kind of like within the ecosystem, it, it, it authenticate within just being logged in your X first, but then hop over to the app and do what you need to on that side too. Got it. Okay. That makes me over the moon excited. That's the one thing where there's been so many FT launches where I, I'm a desktop user by, by default. I'm, I'm changing my ways this year, but there's been so many times where I'm just like, okay, I got to race home. Hopefully there's no traffic because in 15 minutes, this thing is launching, but it'd be so much better if I could just do it from my phone. So yeah, I think a lot of us are waiting for that. What's some other things that you guys are working on for like this this mobile functionality i know one thing i brought up in the discord to you is being able to switch profiles and you said that's on the roadmap is there any other things that are kind of coming down the pipeline that we can expect yeah so uh you know one thing is uh better support for nfts right so right now there's a lot of sort of hype around nfts and in right it's pretty basic when it comes to uh, nfts you can you can look at your nfts um and we want to make it a better experience so that you can uh, you know, transfer NFTs, potentially uh, participate in these NFT marketplaces, trade them, um, look at the market stats for the NFT that you hold. We're also looking at supporting city coins. So right now you could see, you can hold city coins like Miami coin, NYC coin in your wallet, uh, but we want to also uh, enable stacking of those coins. So just like how you can participate in Express Pool to earn a reward, you can also uh, stack your Miami coin or NYC coin and earn a reward in stacks through Express. Got it. That would be cool. Have you have you been watching Citicoins closely? Because from our side, you know, I've been mining since the beginning, and I could see people in the community getting impatient. By things not going well from use cases, the 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 price trend line is going down, and they want something to happen right now. Uh, do you have you seen anything as far as from your perspective on as builders, people in the ecosystem that Citicoins is missing or could do any any low hanging fruit that you see for Citicoins? I think in general, it takes time, you know, for developers to sort of get onto uh, new platforms, right? And um, especially like when it comes to city coins, the, the user base might not be like uh, as big as some other coins, right? You're, I think the people who are most interested would be people from those cities, right? And I think it just takes more time for people to, uh, to get to know this, this technology and figure out what are the uh, things that will enable. Now, I'm I'm not like uh, an expert on city coins, right? I I don't really uh, keep tabs on everything that's happening. I'm sure there's a lot happening, um, and uh, yeah, I I wouldn't go into like price and things like that because I'm I'm more focused on you know just building the technology versus looking at the temporary price fluctuations. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I've seen I've seen some things like. Uh, you know, you can pay for things locally, like using it as a currency. Not sure how useful that would be versus like people are already still trying to figure out lightning and that kind of thing. So I think that's kind of putting the, the cart before the ho- horse maybe. Um, yeah, I think yeah. it's, I agree. It's like, it's such a new novel thing that 
it's easy to take an NFT from Ethereum or the idea of an NFT from Ethereum and pour it to stacks and kind of follow that blueprint. But CityCoin just like you have warp speed crypto and you have snail pace government. And we're trying to bridge those two and, you know, create things in a new novel way that's never been done before. I think it's super hard. Yeah. And, you know, like for, for things like NFTs, right? Like look at how long it took NFTs to go from inception to where it is now, right? It's, it's, it's been like how many years, right? So I think it's too short of a time frame to look at city coins and, and say, oh, nothing is happening. It's, I think it's only been less than a year, like only a few months since Miami coin launch, right? So I think, you know, we should wait and see. Yep. Yeah, I'm uh I'm putting putting together an anniversary video for the foundation. And so I've been doing like a timeline of how things happened. And yeah, it's like in August, mining started for Miami Coin. And besides that, this is number one NFT launch, there wasn't really a whole lot that happened till Stacks Punks in August, I think, or September, and then Stacks NFT marketplace launched. So it was like seven, eight months of not a whole lot happening. And now these past three months have just been like outrageous like in it you can't even keep up there's so much going on so i hope city coins could be that same kind of thing where you know once you have a couple primitives built uh it just unleashes like the floodgates of people that want to come to city coins because i think i I do think that city coins is one of those like x factor things for stacks where you can't really mimic it in the same fashion anywhere else yeah definitely and I think a lot of the sort of applications that people envision with city coins, it would kind of require a mobile wallet because you'll be in like a physical location of, you know, some kind of government facility or something like that, where, you know, you don't have access to a desktop computer. So the easiest way to sort of interact or use city coins would be through a mobile wallet. So uh, we want to build that support in to enable these kind of apps. That's, that's super smart. If, if people were curious and wanted to like reach out to kind of like start to lay that groundwork, could people come to you and start to like brainstorm? Oh yeah, definitely. I'm okay. I'm open. Yeah. Right on. Well, man, we've breezed through most of my questions. I think the main, the one I want to kind of, well, a couple want to end on is uh, what do you see as the biggest needs or missing things in stacks right now overall? And let's not include your wallet because we already know we need what you have. So outside of Xverse and, and a mobile wallet authentication, what, what are the kind of like the big dominoes that need to come soon? Yeah, so I think, you know, um, in general, I think a better sort of user experience for uh, the Stacks ecosystem is needed to you know lower the barrier of entry uh, for our users because, Right now, things are not as user-friendly as, it, as they should be. A lot of people basically put off by like, you know, all these new terms, all these new way of thinking, right? So I think there's a lot of work left to uh, bring the user experience to the level where average person that doesn't know a lot about stacks or blockchains can uh, benefit from you know, all these apps, right? I think there's a lot of potential in stacks as a smart contract platform. Um, that can be unlocked once we can get over this sort of user experience barrier, right? Um, And then I think also like better performance and reliability, right? So right now, 
Um, you know, we're making constant improvements to the network. There's been the recent uh, 2.0 fire up upgrade, right, to for better throughput and things like that. Um, and there's still some issues right now, I think, with things like microblocks, where um, it just makes it less useful than it really uh, should be, right? I think a lot of people aren't using microblocks because it's not a for sure thing that every miner is going to uh, mine microblocks or the next miner is going to accept microblocks. Right now, it's kind of iffy whether or not the microblocks happen, right? Uh, and I think that's kind of stopping its use. And I think microblocks really address the problem where people find that latency between blocks is really high because a lot of people expect the kind of latency that some of the other blockchains, which, you know, they have their own trade-offs, but, you know, they optimize for speed and um, people are just expecting a higher throughput. Um, but I think microblocks will, will get us there. So you know, that's, that's one thing to improve. And then I think another thing is, uh, you know, more Bitcoin enabled apps because Stacks is built on Bitcoin, right? There's a lot of things that you can do where other blockchains can't. So you can actually trigger smart, a Clarity smart contract from a Bitcoin transaction. And that's not something you know, a lot of other blockchains can do. And I think it's really powerful because that means you don't even need to be a Stacks holder to you know, participate in things like buying an NFT, right? With, you can just send a Bitcoin transaction to complete an NFT purchase. I think that would be really big. I think we might be like missing a little bit of infrastructure uh, for us to get there, but I'm hopeful that these things will, you know, will be completed in the next, in this year, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Fingers crossed. Did you see the lightning enabled NFT release that last week? Oh, I, I saw the news, but I didn't really look into it yet. Got but it. Uh, it, it sounds, yeah, basically, I think, I think that's, that's, kind of, that's the kind of thing that will, um, basically bring stacks to the more mainstream sort of Bitcoin users. I know. I, I totally agree. I think, um, cause I, I bought one. And so I logged into my strike wallet and you just scan the QR code. It pays lightning invoice. And then, uh, you know, there's like a little like ticker, like it's waiting processing. And then it just says, okay, cool. It's in the Explorer. And then you wait and you get your NFT and it, yeah, it really did shock me. Like that is the onboarding experience that you want. Like, and now that Cash App is supporting Lightning Wallet, I think that we now have some of the pieces where if that primitive gets mature enough that you can just, I'm not a heavy coder, but if you just drop the enter application to be the payment part, you don't have to really use Hero per se. You can maybe do sponsored transactions and then a Lightning payment. And all the user does is open up their Strike or their Cash App and they buy that uh, NFT pass to whatever or a concert ticket, like that could be an absolute game changer. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm, I'm super optimistic on that one. Well, I guess last question, and I like to end on this kind of like uh, optimistic, kind of like uh, just wondrous note. In five years' time, let's say everything's gone swimmingly for Secret Key Labs. What is what does that look like? Like in, in your ideal future, what are you what are you guys working on? Yeah, so I think ideally in five years or even less than that, we want to be sort of like the gateway to the Stacks ecosystem. So we want to be on as many platforms as possible to make it easy for 
anyone from anywhere to interact with Stacks apps, right? Uh, and we want to see uh, you know Stacks smart contracts be sort of like mainstream, much more mainstream than than it is right now. And I think yeah, I think there's a lot of applications that can be unlocked, and we want to be the enabler of that. Okay, and then uh, maybe think one more question. When it comes to Bitcoin moving, like Lightning and Taproot and these kind of things, are you guys staying up to date? Kind of like as like are you Taproot enabled currently? Like how are you guys moving with how Bitcoin Core is moving? Yeah, so we're a little bit slow in terms of the uh, you know Bitcoin improvements, but I think eventually we want to be uh, you know compatible with Taproot and we want to integrate Lightning into the wallet, uh, just like. Lightning just makes it a much better experience if you're dealing with like, you know, smaller amounts of Bitcoin and and you want like lower transaction fees. In fact, I think it will help us a lot with experts pool where we're distributing the Bitcoin from stacking. And one of the reasons we have a minimum is because the Bitcoin transaction fees are actually pretty high. So uh, if you're stacked, you know, a smaller amount, it might not even be worth it for that transaction to happen so if we're able to use lightning for that we can really reduce that and basically get the minimum to you know even lower very cool is there is there like a send many equivalent to bitcoin or do you have to send them each out individually oh yeah you could you can send to many people at once with bitcoin okay so the the uh transaction that distributes the x first pools bitcoin reward every cycle is one single transaction and it okay. goes out to like hundreds of users. Got it. Okay. Very cool. Um, well, that's all the questions I have. Is there any closing thoughts or something I missed you want to talk about? Uh, uh, not really, but I'm pretty excited for Stacks in the coming year. As you can see, all these you know projects coming up, all this you know NFT hype. Yeah, I'm pretty excited. Perfect. Uh, well, yeah, where can, if people want to find out more about what you're working on, where can people find you? Yeah, so I'm on Discord. Uh, you can just ping me. Um, and you can find out uh, about Xverse at xverse.app, uh, which is our website. Um, yeah. Beautiful. Ken, uh, this has been great. I love what you guys are building. It's super needed. I can't wait to uh, buy my NFTs with Xverse. And uh, yeah, thanks for taking the time, my friend. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. Welcome to Built on Bitcoin. I know that things don't always go your way, but I'll be right here waiting. I've been waiting now, I've been trying to figure out a way to make it out. Make it out, cause I don't think about everything going